0: How are you guys doing? Today's episode is sponsored by Established Titles and Manscaped. I hope everybody had a fantastic Thanksgiving with their families and hope none of you guys got in fistfights or whatnot with your family. You do not see very often over some weird political thing or something if you're here in America. Um, I'm going to tell you guys, it's it's what it is. I finished a 750 piece puzzle and it was phenomenal. I loved every second of it. I got a little bit addicted and ordered five or six to my house. Got to give a quick shout out, by the way, to my VIP Patreon members. Before we get too far into today's episode, we got Army Sucks, Brad Pate, Don't Tread on Me, Dan Campo, Jason Wood, Kevin Christie, Sam Schaefer, Terry Owen, Tom, CPU, and Zach. Without y'all's support, these videos would be extremely difficult to do due to the content we actually talk about, because YouTube does not monetize them, makes it really difficult to do it, but it's well worth it because we're pushing the message and you guys help pay for my camera guys, because this stuff is pretty expensive to do. So thank you so much. If you guys would like to check out the Patreon, it's always linked in the description below. Everybody gets uh, non-ad based videos over there and they get one exclusive a week. So like I said, thank you so much. So this next week that's coming up, it's going to be the week we start seeing a major shift in the morale for some of the Russian troops especially the mobilized ones. I've already started to see some videos and one of them was actually pretty disturbing. I can't share it on here. Didn't share it anywhere really. Just kind of kept it to myself. it's really based around these men not having the proper equipment to make it through the winter. Okay. That's what I'm talking about. I know there's a lot of people down in the comments are like, Oh my God, they live in the cold weather. Yeah, I get it. They live in their entire lives. Some of these Russians were probably born literally in Siberia in the snow. I get it. Their mothers might have been a damn tiger for all I care. I don't care. They're fighting in a war right now, wearing the same wet clothes for weeks on end in an environment that is trying to kill them daily. That is completely different than sitting inside your nice warm jacket, walking from your car to the grocery store, drinking your coffee or your coffee, whatever. I don't care. Their teas or their vodka. I don't care. These men do not have the proper equipment. And I can assure you guys, we will start to see certain areas, especially the ones in the north, start to break down over time.
1: Да как, жопа вам.
0: Что? Ну
1: что, я на самом передке, ебаный ё... ворот. Хохуй с трех сторон, бл... Они вон в, в следующей лесополосе. Бл... Минометы ну, по тан... ты... танки работают, блядь. А бл... Нахуй ты поперся туда, блядь. Бл... мне. Приказали, ебаный ё... бл... Куда я поперся? И что делать будем? Ну ничего. И нас пальцем выборочно показали и отправили сюда. Я не знаю, мы вчера от танка бегали, пизда, с тепловизором, поворот ебал, блядь, И ху*. сколько? Когда ты будешь? Когда ты приедешь? Не знаю, тут говорят, чтобы в отпуск по эти 8 месяцев надо, нахуй, тут быть. Да ну, на а по, по контракту либо... сколько? Ну, по контракту это все хуйня, тут сказали либо без руки, без, без ноги, либо двухсотом. Какая хуйня. Давайте ну, я уже беру. Сейчас пацаны сказали, возможно, через 20 минут наступления хохов вот парадейки услышали. Так что сейчас меня Давай я тарел, тебя заберу. Пойди, да как ты заберешь? Ты мы мне тут, один сын, один, мы, я мы, тебя Мы тут, тут служим пьем, блядь. У нас все мокрое, блядь. у нас все протекает. Ты
2: за ке такой говоришь?
1: Я три дня, блядь, от бегаю, ебать, Ладно, мать. Давай я пойду в инкомат. Ничего ты там не скажешь. Ну попробуй. Скажу, Я, не знаю. я тут, я тут быть не хочу. Я блин, не воин, я меня даже не обучали на, хуй, от танков делать. тут польские минометы их вообще не слышно, они разрывают на, хуй, да, У меня даже нету печати, где я сейчас нахожусь, на прикомандировали к какой пехоте. Блин. Ты мне я скажи, в... где ты? Какая я, область? В... Я в Кременной, это Донецкая область. And
0: as you guys can tell on this intercepted call, this man, he's, he's, he's mobilized. He's a mobilized man. That's a weird way to put it, but that's what he is. He was sent to the northeastern front. Key takeaway I got from this entire thing you guys listen to, he doesn't have the proper training to fight and he doesn't have the proper equipment. What did I just say here? Like literally 30, 45 to a minute ago about wet clothes being a thing for weeks on end and more like we're talking about these high temps they're going to be dealing with. It's going to be 31 degrees. That's a high. I know there's a lot of people in Canada and what they're like, oh my God, that is not that big of a deal. Okay, calms down. 31 degrees being a high, wearing the same wet clothes because you're sweating all day. I've been in this situation. There was only one time I ever thought I was going to die of like hypothermia or being exceptionally cold I was in Afghanistan on the side of a hill running up and down after getting shot at in the middle of February in the Hindu Kush mountain range. I did not have the proper equipment to sleep overnight. And we ended up sleeping overnight. And guess what? I had to stay there sweating all day, shoving MRA heaters inside of my shirt all up and down it because I was so I was shivering so bad and so cold. I thought I was going to die that night for being cold. Not because I thought the Taliban were going to kill me from shooting me, which at that time I probably would have rather had done and been shot. I was so miserably cold. I hate the cold now after that night. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Anyway, it's also uh, never too early to play holiday music, and it's never too early to start thinking about gifts, whether it's for a friend or for friends in your pants. You guys can make sure to be jolly this year with Manscaped. Do your little drummer boy a favor and use the Lawnmower Mower 4.9 to avoid any type of uh, silent night in the bedroom. I don't have those problems and you don't want them either. Then add a uh, manscape to the top of your line of shower products as well to have all people thinking all I want for Christmas is you because you're another reason smell. So good. Santa cares about his sack and so should you look nice and get naughty and get free shipping and 20% off by going to manscape.com forward slash speak. Yes, manscape.com forward slash speak. Right now, the Manscaped Platinum Package 4.0 is the one-stop shop for all men who deserve it all. It has everything needed to help you deck the halls and from your, uh, well, from your face to your balls just in time for mistletoe season. Yes, this is literally what I'm talking about. From your face to your balls, it has you covered. The Platinum Package has each product from the best-selling performance package plus ultra-premium body wash, ultra-premium two-in-one shampoo and conditioner, and ultra-premium deodorant. It's the best way to smell fresh from your Santa hat to your candy cane. If you're having issues down low and your your delicate presence are a problem and you don't want them to get cut up, don't worry. The Lawnmower Point 4.0 Body Trimmer and the Weed Whacker Nose Hair and Ear Trimmer feature this proprietary advanced skin-safe technology that's going to protect it, so don't worry. Plus, the boat are waterproof, so there's no issues clearing the snow out of the driveway. (laughs) This is probably one of the best ads I've ever had to read. This is great. I love it. This is great. There's also a 400K LED light on it, so you guys can do this. You guys can pop the leg up on the wall and just get after it. You know what I mean? You guys can get out of it. You guys can shine through like Rudolph. Now that you've groomed your candy cane, it's time to make sure you don't smell like a reindeer with the Platinum Package's shower products. All of Manscaped's shower gear is sulfate-free, vegan, and made to have your skin feeling hydrated and smelling fresh. But smelling good doesn't come to, it doesn't stop at the shower. The Crop Preserver, yes, it is a ball deodorant and crop reviver, ball toner. So if you need your ball tone, don't worry, they got it. They can solve your stank problems all day long. Once they touch your sack, you'll never go back, baby. You'll never go back. The platinum package 4.0 sitting under the tree is guaranteed to put anyone in the holiday spirit. And for the perfect stocking stuffer, add the brand new body buffer, an incredible body scrubber that makes exfoliating easy and a lot cleaner than the old loofah. Get twenty percent off and free shipping at manscaped.com forward slash speak. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com forward slash speak. Manscaped, get the jingle balls ready for the holidays.
2: Hey, it's easy. Вчера вот эти барсы, вот именно под Кременой показывали. Да это все сзади нас они сидят, эти барсы. Их и малость, человек по семь всего. Да там пенсионеры они. Вагнер-то они эти, они зэки наши, нижегородские. Мы с ними это воевали дня и пять. Они у нас жили. А больше их не видели. Они на БМП все гоняют, показываются. Я не да. знаю. Когда они были с нами, они пешком-то уходили. Американцы да что там, поставляют оружие до сих пор? Да, Вчера прилетел в окоп. Я осколок нашел, смотрю, там английские буквы. Показывали эти вчера ружья, которые квадрокоптеры mm. таки, что. Да у нас ничего. Польша, наверное, тоже что-нибудь хочет у них какую-нибудь территорию забрать. Наверное. Что, их Калининград они хотят забрать? Твою инку не с Украины, а с Америкой на Украине. Тут он, пацаны, приезжали, у них, говорит, это какой-то снаряд прилетел, Четыре метра это глубина. И, и диаметром мет, метров тридцать, да. Два дня подряд они попадали. Сначала два Урал сгорело с этим минометный расчет. А потом что-то еще сгорел, тоже Урал. Ну, Они как-то со всех сторон договорились и со всех сторон начали закидывать. Ну, у нас еще фосфором это? Фосфора у нас много. Чем не понял. Наши, говорю, фосфором еще кидают. А зачем? Ну, выжигают их там тысячи градусов. Да. Это хуйня лежит, мне кажут.
0: So just openly talk about the fact that they're using phosphorus on Ukrainians to burn them out. I mean, just throw that one out there. You should also notice that sometimes, you know, you know, they always bring this up, like NATO. I sometimes I think that NATO should step in and clear out Ukraine at times, just because I'm so tired of hearing the same thing over and over and over again that they're fighting inside of Ukraine. I sometimes honestly feel that if we, if we went in there and they knew how powerful we really were, they would stop to think twice about what is going on. At least maybe I'm crazy, but I'm sure there's some people that think the same. You know what? Just let NATO do their just let them go in and do it. Just wipe, just do what they have to do. Wipe the entire Russians out of Ukraine and just make them shut up. Just make they would literally. Just shut the entire world up. That's against us right now. It really would. I know that sounds terrible to say, but I'm, I'm tired of hearing it. It's a lot better than me saying, you know what? Let's just nuke them. Because we've heard that many of times established titles is also a fun and novel way to preserve the natural woodlands of scotland if you guys did not know and it also helps the global reforestation efforts it it is a project based on historic scottish customs where landowners are referred to as lairds lords and ladies in english title packs give you guys at least one square foot of dedicated land with a unique plot number on a private estate in edelson scotland with an official certificate and crest i'm currently on vacation right now sitting in a closet matter of fact so i didn't bring my my beautiful title with me i have it back at the house sitting on the wall they plant a tree with every order and work with global charities, One Tree Planted, and Trees for the Future to support that global reforestation efforts. Hey, telling you guys right now, you guys could officially include the title of Lord and or later on your credit card, plane tickets, dating profiles, etc. It makes for a great last minute gift. And the first 200 people that are purchasing one of these title packs using the link at the very top of the description will literally be next to my plot. Depending on how many of you guys they are, it'll be a few walking distance paces or whatnot. And we can build our own little speak the truth Nation. Now, hey, Established Titles is running a massive early Black Friday deal right now. Plus, you guys get an extra 10% off of the code truth. That is established titles.com forward slash truth to get your gifts now and help support the channel. I, I would really like if you guys would check out the sponsors' of these videos because it's very important because they come on here, they trust us, they trust you guys, they they want to be a part of this, this, this movement we're doing. So go check out the sponsors whenever you can. If you guys like the stuff you guys see, please go check them out. It helps us out, it helps them out. It just it makes the world go round, okay.
3: Мы смотрим на это все, и, и и что? Ой, ну как же так? Ну зачем мы это делаем? Давайте все дружить, пусть будет мир. И они в этот момент нас убивают. У нас война. Wow,
0: this is really starting to escalate, uh, escalate fairly quickly, and I can't see how this, is, this one's gonna play out. I can't wait to watch this. This is great. I always love when this guy gets going, and he gets so mad. I would love, I also I think putting him and I in the same room would be a phenomenal video. I wish there was a way to be, yo, hey, Vlad. I know you can't fly because you suck and no one wants to let you out of Russia and let you into the country. But it'd be really fun for you and I. To, you and i to have a conversation if we could do it over Zoom. Imagine me and this guy having a conversation over Zoom. It would be well, it'd be kind of difficult. We'd have to have a translator. But it'd be, I would, I would love to roast him because he's always calling us. What do we call? It? He calls us fish heads, and we look like turtles. Like look, look at that guy. He's see. Well, you about to watch his vein pop out of the side of his head?
3: Mira хотите. Под мамкину юбку хотите? Родина в опасности. Родина! Это война. Нет высшей доблести и счастья для мужчины, чем жизнь отдать за Родину, за товарищей своих. Я верю, что многие этого не понимают. Для них нет лучшей доблести, чем дожраться, допиться до цирроза печени и сдохнуть, обстираясь мелкими бриллиантами где-нибудь на красивой даче у озера Кома. Но я свой выбор сделал, и он другой. А вы побежали в Израиль, в Грузию. And
0: I really don't know where he's going with this But I do know one thing He is lying for one About giving up his house that he had For this main cause He lost his house in Italy Not because he was wanting to give it away For the the big cause It was taken away from him Because he was sanctioned Because they don't want him in his country I was just in Italy Matter of fact, my wife and I Were just in Italy like two months ago Guess what, Vlad? I could go to Italy I enjoyed every minute of it you know what? I might have Airbnb'd your house out if I would have known it was there and took a dump right on the middle of your floor. I would have loved to do that. Just gonna throw that one out there. And I also I love when this guy gets so angry because it usually leads to him like giving us pretty good entertainment. Really, it does.
3: Вы что, от войны бежали? Вы от Родины бежали. И не смейте возвращаться. Вы обслуга нацистского режима и вам будут срать на голову за то что вы русские а вы будете кричать и пытаться сделать что нет вас не понимают вы столь земли русской вы дерьмо земли русской вы блевота земли русской вы блевота земли русской нечего вам делать на моей родине Вы недостойны ее. Сдохните под забором. В болевоте своей. В наркотическом угаре. В алкогольном бреду. Вы называете нас пропагандистами? Да мы патриоты. Не смейте возвращаться.
0: Ah, there we go. Now I get it. I get why he's also mad. The smart individuals who decided to leave Russia are now calling him a propagandist. I mean, that's pretty honest because this is what his entire life has been about. And he gets under his skin, and I love it. I love it when this guy gets so mad, and just he's the kind of guy that just wants to. Th- I think he. I think I could see him getting really angry and just stomping his feet around, like oh, I'm such a bad little man. You know what I mean? He's always talking this big game, and then he throws out the, "Well, I'm too old to fight in the war." And then I want to ask him, like, "What did you? Did you actually ever do the military? Did you actually do anything, Vlad?" Hey, but don't you guys worry. I have some more for you guys because this thing it doesn't end. It does not end, and it's great.
4: Мне все время сейчас задают вопросы. Один есть всегда меня спрашивают, когда закончится война. Я говорю, я не знаю, мне нет ответа на этот вопрос. Вот, А тут стали спрашивать доколе. У вас есть объяснение, вы мне можете помочь? Что мне вот людям сказать, которые спрашивают доколе?
5: Что касается конкретного этого преступления, мы должны вести себя без оглядки на западное и какое бы то ни было еще мнение, вести себя предельно жестко. У нас есть подразделения, mm-hmm. которые сейчас воюют, которые пленных не берут. Пока не мере про одну из этих довольно большое. Я знаю почему. Я видел эти видео. Они их никому не предоставляют. Заслуженно они пленных не берут. знает руководство, но все молчат.
0: So what this guy is, is trying to lay like the groundwork for is the fact that he's openly stating that there are certain Russian units that are taking no prisoners. Meaning what exactly? that. I mean, the way that it's portrayed to me is that they're literally killing every single person and ends up giving up and waving that white flag. Correct? that. If they're not taking prisoners, then what does that mean?
5: Об этом знает руководство, но все молчат.
4: Регулярно проводятся обмены военнопленными между Россией и Украиной. О чем это говорит? Это говорит о том, что Украина также, они же не всех убивают. Правильно, это военное преступление. То, что мы наблюдали так. здесь, это военное преступление. Но Россия совершенно не заинтересована в том, понимаете, если Россия начнет не брать никого в плен и просто всех расстреливать, то и украинская страна будет расстреливать наших. И тогда мы, понимаете, это то, что России нужно. Нет, но разумеется, не это не делают. то, что нужно России.
0: So if you all new to the channel, uh, this guy right here, he, he usually is going against the grain. And from what I've usually seen, honestly, he seems to be speaking somewhat some actual truth as best as he can inside the country he lives in, at least. Like we can already see the amount of disgust that's coming from one of the other guests over the fact that he says it's obvious that you cannot just go around just killing POWs.
6: А мы не можем эту ответную реакцию, о которой мы сейчас и говорим, угу. расширить. Еще раз продемонстрировать, что электричество на Украине, по случаю вот таких историй, отключается мгновенно, а в каких-то областях отключается навсегда. Произойдет. Как это только макс. это так, такое видео завтра. появляется, город Киев, город Львов, город Харьков
5: остаются без это электрики... и так Нет, это
6: не происходит, это происходит, так, но не так, надолго.
5: Если вы не являетесь сторонником э, ударов тактическим ядерным оружием по Украине, чтобы это закончилось, да, то тогда давайте от, отмотаем плёнку назад. Итак, первое. Значит, э, это розыское розыск и наказание. Для этого надо правильно было сказано. Мы должны их заочно судить и заочно приговорить, как это сделали с Бандерой в своё время. А потом, пожалуйста, отправляйте кого угодно, Иван Ивановича э, и прочих, и они там их кончат. Потому что смертная казнь, она на нашей территории заменяется на пожизненное, а там нет. Если мы их признаём террористами, они вне закона, и они об этом узнают. Единственный способ это остановить это страх.
0: And this right there is exactly a good piece it, I like the show because it shows entirely how many how many different thought processes the Russians are trying to come up with when how they should deal with the Ukrainian civilian population, Ukrainians as a whole. He is he is right um, when it comes to most of the power has been cut off to Ukraine, but that isn't stopping anything, and it's not going to it's not going to stop uh, it's not going to f- stop the, the amount of force and the, the West is supplying when it comes to generators and which was just announced today. So they're going to have supplies coming in to help them facilitate. This film, civilian population, through the winter months. У нас
5: ситуация на Украине закончится тогда, когда Украину будет невозможно поддерживать за неимением чего-либо там поддерживать. Когда вы прекратите вот возможность что то поддерживать, прекратится поддержка. До тех пор она будет продолжаться. Вот и все. Вот эти вот разговоры о том, что как-то можно договориться, не хотят они договориться. Западный мир хочет сохранить свое главенствующее положение, которое он одержал столетий. Ради этого он убьет родную мать, отца, кого угодно. Устроить здесь концлагеря, устроить уничтожение в массовом количестве геноцид, все угодно, что хотите, понимаете? Здесь не меняется.
0: So what in the world is this guy saying right here? Where did this one come from? Because I haven't heard this one before. The West isn't setting up some random concentration camps, trying to get rid of the Russians. This one right here is news to me, and I, I think I think this is something we should probably look into. Because uh, I, from what I remember, about eighty years ago, we probably are the ones that found the concentration camps at the beginning, and then liberated the original ones. But now we're starting to set them up. That makes a lot of sense. You got to pick a narrative at some point.
4: Понимаете? Здесь не меняется. Когда мы смотрим на то, что происходило последние восемь с половиной девять месяцев, мы видим, что специальная военная операция, откровенно говоря, застопорилась, и нет особого прогресса в том, что касается продвижения на фронте. Более того, есть, скажем так, отступление, и не в одном, а уже в четырех разных областях. Да, Черниговская, Киевская, потом Харьковская, теперь Херсон. Конечно же, с этой точки зрения время работает против нас. Почему? Потому что Украина получает все больше и больше помощи и поддержки со стороны Запада. Байден уже откровенно заявил после выборов, вопреки ожиданиям некоторых здесь, что выборы к каким-то там положительным моментом для нас приведут, и всегда говорил, что не приведут. Байден уже сказал, если будут помогать, будет помогать еще больше Украине. Начал заработал ленд-лиз. Поэтому ситуация на Украине, оперативная ситуация становится сложнее для России она может превратиться в такой бесконечный конфликт по варианту Афганского в восьмидесятые годы.
0: Here he is again spending some troops. Do the Russians really think they can afford to do this for many years to come? We showed this in our last episode that it would be impossible for the Russians to continue on the same path because they do not have the capital to do so. Uh, it just also is invisible for them right now. That's why we keep hearing the nuke talk get sprinkled in every now and then because it's their only option. They have left for success inside the country of Ukraine. They cannot the failure is not an
4: option. this is 80-е годы это для России крайне невыгодно.
5: В принципе, мы мы чётко видим позицию Британии. Да. И мы видим и... её грязную работу. Видим и
4: Это очевидно.
5: И... Да, и? но мы ее, ее, к сожалению, значит, надо предпринимать какие-то меры именно вот, против бандитов. Да. И какие? какие-то это какие? Принц Уэльский сейчас э, где-то ходит в районе наших э, северных границ в Баренцевом море. Но ну, надо что-то с ним сделать, можно с быть с принцем Уэльским.
4: То есть, про- простите, вы предлагаете да. начать открытый военный конфликт со страной Нет, НАТО? Зачем? Атака на военный объект и на, э, страны НАТО, используя российские вооруженные силы, автоматически приведет и, к возгоранию вы думаете, что с этими дросина, это не то, что я предлагал, это не то, что проси как-либо поможет. надо придумать, как это сделать без использования российских вооружённых сил. Один месяц назад мы начали вот по-новому эту спецоперацию осуществлять, и вот у нас есть определённый
0: результат. let that plan seems fairly solid and I think they should actually give it a shot. Really, I think they do. Like they should. The, the Russians should attack the British military. I would love to see how this ends up. Это
6: это вот такая как мы говорим, что мы открыты к диалогу. это нужно для того, что если мы, понимаете, если то ага. это противоречит э, нашим тезису, что мы готовы открыто к диалогу. А Они не, 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 а это уже? вообще не... Это не Она значит, больше не упоминается. Особо. Поймите, это не для нас было сказано, это было сказано опять вовне, чтобы нас не обвинили в том, что мы таким образом закрываем поле для диалога. Есть некая вот публичная игра на вот международное поле, пространство, что вот мы открыты к диалогу. Мы это постоянно повторяем, что да, да мы открыты. Мы да, говорим мы, так. Да, вот. Так. Если мы говорим, что наша цель, сейчас мы говорим, наша главная цель сменить власть на Украине, это равно Мы не открыты к диалогу с этой самой властью. Потому же зачем разговаривать, если ты собираешься её менять? Да, то есть это вообще не имеет никакого, на самом деле, к нашим внутренним целям, которые стоят по Украине.
0: So the de-nazif- denazification denazification talk. Wow, that's a tough word. Stopped because it wasn't true. And and why they were claiming there was going to be a change in leadership wouldn't work because that wouldn't actually meet the end goal like from the beginning. They, they just need to stick with one idea and roll with it because maybe, just maybe they can get people behind it. They've created so much confusion with their civilian population. They don't even know which agenda to get behind because all, all they really know is they cannot lose. All right, so on the northern portion of the country, there hasn't been literally any exchanges of ground between the Russians and the Ukrainians. The Russians have attempted to take some ground on the northern edge, but they didn't pan out. When I mean by northern edge, we're talking about right there here. They're still trying to push through. And yes, I'm using blue today because it's a lot easier to see. The Ukrainians have also noted that Russians have started to construct even more defensive positions on the western side of Sivitov. This whole static defensive approach is the one the Russians are going to be using in this area because they've stockpiled plenty of mobilized men as cannon fodder. And I'm talking about all through here. These are some of the areas that they're seeing some really heavy fortified areas being built currently. We know that they've done this for a few months now, but that's that's pretty much that. Now we're going to be shifting south towards Bakhmut. okay? Now down here in Bachmont. All right. So there's there's a little bit of stuff going on. Actually, this right here is the area we're talking about. So I'm going to cover them with blue just for you guys. So around Bachmont, we're seeing some of the, Ru- the Russians that is, amp up their attacks. Okay. Now all the way through here, I'm talking about this line, this line, all the way through here. Pretty much, well, this entire line. Matter of fact, we'll just circle this whole area. The Russians have gained some ground on the northern side of Bachmont, which is this dark little blue area I have indicated right there. That area right there is this main T-intersection that's on the northeastern side of the city. So the Russians have actually made it there. uh, But on the outskirts of Bakhmut itself, the Russians have attempted 11 different pushes in different areas all along these circles, all through here, all along. So they're really just throwing men at the line, trying to bust through to take the city. I've seen some really, really, really disturbing videos coming out of this area as well. I'm not going to talk about them. There was one, there's like a million of them actually, of grenades being dropped from drones on top of Russians inside of trenches. Those aren't really the ones I'm talking about. There's another one. I'm not actually, I'm not going to bring it up. Just thankful you guys don't have to see this stuff because this area is a meat grinder right now. It really, 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 really is bad. Like it's really bad. And I'm telling you guys, you're glad you do not have to sift through some of the footage that I have to look at, unless some of you guys do. Some of it's super unpleasant. It's like, I don't even show it on uh, on, on on the Patreon side of things because it's just like, what the f- what in the world is going on? Like what we're literally, literally we're, we're living in a, in a modern version of World War II at times. It's just disgusting. So shifting down over here to Kirsten, Tigers right now, uh, there's been a few different people that have been claiming, well, I'm not claiming, I've actually read these reports that there's very large Russians. the war, the, excuse me, the very large casually the Russians have sustained in Pavlika over the last month or so. And there's really substantial, like we're talking about entire units being wiped out. Whether they're having to replace them entirely. Like, I don't know how much longer they can just throw men at the fight until it really affects them for being able to take any advancements or, like, holding them afterwards. Like the guy on Russian state TV said, or Russian TV, they said, he did. They're, they're, they're losing ground constantly in men over the last few months. Now, down inside of Kirsten, this one's going to get kind of interesting, so bear with me. It's, it's very different. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I'm a little confused on the stuff that I'm seeing. So, like I said, bear with me because it's somewhat wild. And I know I've seen some videos of Ukrainians crossing rivers and such over the last week or two. And I've showed you guys some of them. But there's now claims that the entire peninsula, yes, this entire peninsula you guys see from here all the way over, yes, this one right there, could now be under Ukrainian control. Okay. This entire thing really was brought up because there's a Ukrainian political source that has suggested there's a possibility that there's only a few settlements left, like two or three settlements left on this peninsula that need to be liberated. That is true. They've done a really, 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 really good job of keeping the entire operation under wraps. So much so that not even, not even no, and like no one has posted any videos about it. Usually we see video confirmation on the stuff, correct? I see it all the time, but I have not seen a single video or indication that this is true. And if it were, most people that I do follow would probably be talking about it. As this is just something I'm going to tell you guys because if it is enough to be true, it'll be one of the the craziest like like things to happen during this war them to take an entire area without an entire video, like any videos coming out. I do know the Russians have left the town of uh, kowachi uh which is in between Kokosha and Kyrgyzstan, so it's directly here in the middle. They have actually uh, moved or shifted south out of there. But other than that, in Kyrgyzstan, I know that they've been targeting, that is the Ukrainians have been targeting some some key areas outside of Melitopol once again. Uh, just the normal stuff. They're just hitting them, softening them up. we talked about this for a while. Same thing over and over again, especially going after the railroads. So I do love you guys. Thanks for having me. I will see you guys either tomorrow or the next day. Other than that, I am out.